just the right secret sauce, you know? Right? Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Prevention Nation. Where we believe education and awareness can change the culture of violence. My name is Roy Lutz. And I'm Holly Smith. We made it to the end of season one. Yes, we did. It is, I guess, right? That's what we're going to call this. Yeah. So... We are just going to keep doing podcasts. We're not taking a break. Like, I feel like some podcasts, they're like, oh, we're going to take a few weeks off to rest and gather ourselves. But we're... Yeah, no, we're just going to do intermittent couple weeks off because we're really busy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we don't need to take an official break. I feel like our listeners are used to that. Like, they just listen when they listen. Yeah. Um, But we're going to change it to season two because, hey, it's almost July, which means... Mm-hmm. Uh, mid-year-ish, right? Sure. Uh, so Still why, a 12-month calendar. Yeah. do season two mid-year? <laughs> mid-year? Maybe okay. we'll do season three uh, in January. Yeah, we could do six-month seasons. Or we could do quarters. Like That'll be... Q1. Q2. Q2. Oh, no. <laughs> That's not our field at no. all. No. We have talked about a lot, a lot of things. We have talked about and a lot of different issues. And I hope that the listeners have noticed how much, how much better we've gotten... I hope so. Like our sound for one. We yeah, that's equipment. definitely better. First two episodes, we apologize. <laughs> yes, we apologize. And we were in a room full of donations. Yes, we, we were actually. I forgot. Yeah. For <laughs> yeah, I would talk to you and there was like a suitcase behind you and a lamp with <laughs> some a diapers and toilet baby paper. Mattress up to yep. <laughs> that's right. Anyway, we're yeah. in this new, not new, it's a, it's basically a room in the basement. Of our, yeah, we're of still our in the basement. Um. So our sound is better. I think we've just gotten smarter at podcasting. Does that I make sense? I think so. I think our conversation is better. I hope so. Well, and at least we've, I think we've done a really good job at um, uh, inviting guests and done a really good job at, I, I just, I think the wide range and array mm-hmm. of topics. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've had a ton of people in here. Um, some with masks and then the mask mandate dropped. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we got vaccines. Um, that may be controversial for our listeners, but we are vaccinated over here. Yes, we are. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, anyway, so yeah, I, hopefully that our listeners have just like learned as much as we have. Honestly, like we come into doing podcasts and we have to Google stuff. Like mm-hmm. we're, we're, we know a lot of things and I think that that kind of, but we have to learn some of the basics in different groups of people, if that makes sense. Like I feel oh, like yeah. we've talked about a lot of different topics. So it's been a lot of learning for us and hopefully it's been learning for you guys or just even like making a connection um, to one of the stories that's been told by a teen or by an adult um, or you've agreed or disagreed with us. That's, I love that, both of those versions <laughs> because that yeah, may, it agree. gets you thinking like, yeah. oh yeah, I, I absolutely think what they're saying is false. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. A lot of this is opinion based, so. <laughs> oh, I mean entirely. And, and the reality is that... Facts. Was it? I said we do give some facts, but yeah, from time to time. But the reality is that that's what we, you know, we talk about in so much of our programming. It's about healthy boundaries and healthy, mm-hmm. you know, and it's respect for each other. So, um, you know, you know, we have we have our opinions, and we have yeah. people on who express different opinions, and you know, it, it's not to say that we believe everything that's ever said. We we just try to share out our opinions, and that's what our format is. So. Yeah, definitely. So with the end of this, um, we are going to continue to talk about relationships and Mm -hmm. something that is very much in the media right now 
I mean, has been for mm-hmm. the last six months, honestly. Actually, probably even years, well, I think, years, we've been hearing yeah. about it. but I can't remember when it first started. Maybe in 2018, uh, the hashtag Free Britney movement <laughs> Is that what it's called? I didn't yeah, even, I wasn't even aware there was a hashtag. <laughs> yeah, there's a hashtag. Wow, okay. Um, we're not, like, jumping on the hashtag Free Britney train, but no. we looked into, especially since... I don't even know, was it two days ago that she spoke out and it was public? So, I mean, people mm-hmm. published what she had said. Um, and this is where your Google research came in. I mean, <laughs> yes, I, I didn't I know, know enough about this <laughs> no. in Britney Spears' situation. We don't talk situation. about conservatorships right? in <laughs> prevention education. No, um, no. That does not come up at all. So, um, yeah, we had to do a little research. I read most of what she said. Um, she had gave it like a 24 minute speech. I didn't make it all the yeah. way through, but, um, not because I didn't want to, I ran out of time. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, we, in looking at that and realizing what she's saying, um, it like is a huge revelation, like in what is behind the scenes. Yeah. Like, like what? So what are some things that just stood out to you? Um, I think that she... So many things stood out to me, honestly. Um, But I think the revelation of her saying, like, I tried to be okay. I tried Mm -hmm. to, like, she literally used the phrase, like, fake it till you make it. She was like, yeah, fake it till you make it. But I literally could not fake it until you know what i mean like well and that isn't that something that you do like when you get a new job you fake it until you make it like you may not be faking it until you make it regarding your mental health and happiness Mm. i mean come on and it wasn't just her job you know like like i feel like there's a difference between like pop stars who are like no it's in your contract to do this tour Mm -hmm. you don't really want to but like okay i'm gonna do the summer tour and it's over but this was years of you make four albums you're Mm -hmm. gonna do a residency in vegas you're gonna do this you're gonna do this you're gonna do this and if you disagree with us then you're um unstable Mm -hmm. because they have that conservatorship they can say that um so it's just like it was so behind, like the abuse was so behind the scenes, mm-hmm. which usually happens in almost every relationship. Like we think, you know, we talk about domestic violence, dating violence, all that kind of stuff. And it's like, I tell high schoolers that I talk to a lot, like some of the obvious red flags, if you see bumps, bruises, like that kind of stuff. <clears throat> exactly. Um, yeah. But more often than not, it happens behind the scenes. It's the psychological abuse. It's the emotional abuse. Yeah. I mean, didn't Brittany say, uh, if I recall correctly, that she wasn't even aware she could talk about her issues. She wasn't even aware that she could publicly say anything about her. I mean, how do you, how do you exercise that kind of control over a person Mm -hmm. where you've caused them to believe that they don't even have the power to share their experience with anybody that they're not approved to share their experience with? I mean, what does that even feel like? What must that feel like? Right. And for 13 years, yep. like I just... That has to be, I don't know how old she is, but the bulk of her adult she's life. She's a little bit older than me. I think maybe like, I don't know, seven or 10 years older than me. So okay. 30s. I would, I, she's not 40 yet. I yeah. Mean, so the bulk of her adult life has <laughs> yeah. been under control. Under Like, con- like literally under control. I looked it up and there's like uh, part partial conservatorships. There's full... And then there's like short-term ones. And yeah. I'm pretty sure she's under, again, I don't know. Well, I would assume this. full, right? Yeah, full because. Because if this is short-term, I really No, it feel says bad. like 90 days for a short-term Yeah, one. right. And then uh, part-time, part-time, does that make sense? Anyway, uh, partial. There we partial. go. Yes. <laughs> partial. Partial I'm on a part-time conservatorship, yeah. 20 hours a week. <clears throat> is usually over like assets. Mm-hmm. But this was every aspect of her life. Like she yeah. was 
given medication every morning for eight years or more. She was forced into rehab. She like can't, she has to get permission to like go out on a date with her boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Like what? Are you kidding me? And I think the thing that blows my mind the most is that like we're seeing this within a whole movement. Yes. It's a pop star. Like, Mm -hmm. like so many media sources are, blasting it whatever it gets them view, views and yeah, right. all that kind of stuff but this happens so often yeah and what does it look in like warren county i mean yeah what does it look like when it happens to people in warren county it just doesn't look like a conservatorship right, right. i'm sure there's probably not many conservatorships out exactly there, but. <laughs> but i think that's what's interesting when we were talking about this earlier is that is that this is um, all the same signs and symptoms we see in an unhealthy, abusive relationship. Yeah. We see this, you can't That's talk to is. this person unless right. I give you permission to. You can't, uh, you're going to go to the counselor I pick for you. Mm-hmm. You're going to do, you're going to take the medications I um, am, am going to provide for you. You don't have any free will in there. No right. choice in right. your own matters. So. And like from the outside, as an adult, we're like, like what? Like, no, you can absolutely leave. And mm-hmm. I mean, even in teaching kids, like... They, you know, they just think like, why, why wouldn't somebody just leave that? Like, there are so many investments, especially when it comes to, and I know this isn't the case for Brittany, but when it comes to a marriage, like maybe you have kids, Mm -hmm. your finances, like you're both on this, uh, account, like how do you cut all those ties without being homeless and no money? Absolutely. Well, and you think about with like Britney Spears, I can't help but think, uh, there's uh, some really powerful motivators in her life, and it might seem like nothing to some people, but money, that's a huge, powerful motivator. Mm-hmm. I mean, contractually, this was her art. This is, I mean, nobody nobody cares about her father as far as anything he's done or accomplished in his yeah. life. We're singing Britney's songs. We're familiar with Britney's breakdown, public breakdown. We're yeah. familiar with Britney's life a little bit. Um, so it's her person and her art. Mm-hmm. And I don't... I don't know if she doesn't, if she didn't even know who she could talk to or she didn't know what medication she's supposed to take, how could she possibly know how her money and her art has been managed um, all these years? And what does walking away mean? Does it walking away mean just I leave this house and whatever? Or does walking away mean I walk away from my art and my name? Maybe they own her name. I know we've seen that with bands, you know, different music Mm, bands. I think of Tina Turner. Yes, right? You don't think of, I mean, I, as a millennial, don't really think of Tina and Ike. Mm -hmm. I mean, and that was a name. That was like a brand name. I think of Tina Turner, the like 80s Wonder Woman Mm -hmm. (laughs) with like big voice, big hair, like amazing. But like all of that, I mean, she left with her name like mm-hmm. that's what she left the relationship that's with right. she didn't have money yeah like she i this is all because i watched the hbo documentary on tina turner it was so good yeah all um, their work was his intellectual property right right so she yeah. walked away with her name yeah tina turner and so, look I mean, what think, it came into like yeah that's what i'm saying i mean so think about britney spears i mean she she doesn't know anything right is she gonna walk away from all of that how right. do you do that right and tina turner wasn't even under a conservatorship you know right. what i mean like she was like, nope, I just got to leave. But Britney Spears, like, she can't leave. Yeah. Like, the the doctors and the courts are all saying she's mentally unable to do anything on her own. Which that has to be another. I mean, aside from the money, um, I, don't, I mean, this is a legal, uh, conservatorship is a legal document. It's yeah. through the courts. So does she did she really even have access to leave? I mean, you have to ask yourself that. Right. If she left, what was it at the risk of? Getting institutionalized, getting put in a hospital, Probably, getting, yeah. you know, like, 
Which what? they wouldn't have allowed that. Like, they needed her name and her body for money. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. She also, I just remembered, she also um, compared it to, I, I don't quote me on this, people, but I think she compared it to human trafficking, mm-hmm. um, which we talked about earlier, is it was kind of like labor trafficking. Like, yep. they're exploiting her. Absolutely. She's obviously mentally capable of performing, remembering her songs, right. remembering choreography. She even taught her dancers the choreography at, at her like Vegas residency. Yeah. She's capable. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> like, it's so shocking. You're, to you're me. absolutely in this moment exploiting her. If oh, you're yeah. just like It's a paycheck for them. Yeah. It feels like she, her and her assets uh her name from and what her I body know is are a paycheck yeah. for mm-hmm. them, for the people who are in charge. Which is exploitation. Right. So yeah. it's it's profound to me. I, I don't know. I mean, it's I, I just I think just hearing about this and reading about this, it's just shocking how how similar it is to all the things we teach and, mm-hmm. and educate about around healthy relationships. It's all the control, coercion, gaslighting, manipulation, uh, threats of, you know, I mean, literally every single Thing that you red said flag. is a red flag yep. but like it's early in the, that's what we try to teach kids is like it's early in the relationship if you see a little gaslighting or if you start to notice them manipulating something yeah. but that and the other thing that's so tricky is um and not that this doesn't happen it's just a little bit trickier is it was her dad like mm-hmm. or that complicates it right yeah. like it's not just like this husband that you're just like no i am gonna divorce you kids and i are gonna leave like yeah that's that it's your dad your family your blood and that the court sees blood over anything else you mm-hmm. know what i mean like well and that was you know and while he might have now his behavior obviously put him in a very particular light in her eyes um and causes her to see him through a very particular lens but that's going against the grain that cognitive dissonance of her growing up and going through all this from the lens of that's my dad that's yeah. the person who's supposed to protect me, mm-hmm. get me safe. My dad, who used to play with me, and like, I was a little kid. I was this little kid, and, got, and now really all of a sudden, got me started. I mean, she was in like the Mickey Mouse Club when yeah. she was a little kid. Like, so, I mean, yeah, my dad helped me get there too. Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, so now, now all of a sudden, I here's this father figure who's now this conservator who's controlling and mm-hmm. abusive and manipulative. I don't even I don't even know how to wrap my brain. It it feels uh, yeah it feels uh, similarly to you know the incestuous uh, sexual yeah. uh, you know how sexual relationships and sexual abuse can be you know external but then it can be when they're internal of family they're incestuous which which complicates those emotions for yeah. the victim. I I feel like that's the same thing here too. It just feels really inappropriate the way yeah. her father has used his mm-hmm. and position. how many kids like not exactly like Brittany, but have been abused by their parents whatever way it is um Mm -hmm. emotionally physically sexually whatever and it's just like they tell you that what they did was okay they tell you it's their secret like or you you can't tell mom or dad or whoever it was like don't don't tell them um and then in that child's mind i mean Brittany was so young Mm -hmm. when this stuff happened like your brain is still like forming and yeah, growing right. and maturing. And so how does that mess up the even just neural pathways to normal thinking? Yeah. I, I, yeah. So the extent to the damage is yeah. crazy. Yeah. Well, and that, you know, and that brings up, 
you know, like you said, when we teach around these topics, so oftentimes we're teaching about how to early on in a relationship observe those red flags. We mm-hmm. observe the green flags, identify what they mean in this relationship. Well, what about when you're this long into a relationship? I mean, where do where does Brittany go from here? How does one yeah. how does one get out of that kind of you know rather than a boyfriend girlfriend or significant other two dating partners, um, whatever your orientation is. That's one thing, like you said earlier, to divorce from or break away yeah, from. Yeah, just like not talk to them anymore. Right? Where does this relationship go mm-hmm. for her? How does she get out a, of this kind of abuse? It's like her dad, but also her sister. I think her brother and her mom are like on her side, basically. But it's mm-hmm. like that divides the family. Absolutely. Yeah. And who's advocating? And how are they? Ad- how does adv- How does advocacy look in court for her? Yeah. Um, Even her lawyer, I was reading, she said that her lawyer like has been appointed to her and she's grown to like him a lot and like mm-hmm. calls him quite a bit but she would even like the freedom to choose her own lawyer yeah so, like, absolutely she's not even she's not allowed to make any decisions. i'm pretty sure her father in the um conservatorship yeah i'm pretty sure they have i'm pretty sure they retained really good attorneys i bet they don't have a court I mean, appointed she's attorney. made so much money and if they're just milking off of that mm-hmm like which is to me a bizarre I, i'm gonna have to check that uh if anybody knows i would love to know but uh i bet you the her father and those cons- those conservators have really good attorneys meanwhile the person whose mental health and well-being is in question mm-hmm. has a court-appointed attorney britney spears i mean i i've worked in or and around the court, court system it's who they choose yeah who they chose they're like you can have this person as a lawyer so they're yeah. on that person's side probably that's in all the years I've worked so in and around the court systems, I mean, I would never let my perpetrator pick my 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 attorney. Yeah. Can you Who imagine that? that? You're you are victimized, and your per, the person that abused you gets to pick your yeah defense. I would love to talk to our legal per- advocate directors and see uh, how often they <laughs> see the perpetrator pick yeah, their victim's what? attorney. Gosh. I'm pretty sure that goes against and violates all legal advocacy yeah. <laughs> ethics. Which. It does, but then under a conservatorship, that's what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. She's so, been stripped of that right. Right. I it's it's can't. bizarre to me. <laughs> yeah. We have talked for a really long time. And honestly, we could keep talking because I just feel like there are so many, like, I don't know, the image I get is like tentacles just like mm-hmm. latching onto something here and here. And all of those are just part of manipulation and control oh, yeah. and power. And gosh, it's not even from just one person. I mean, a lot of people are blaming her dad for this. But it's all it's the people who said, yes, this is what's going to happen mm-hmm. to Brittany. Like, we, yep, court assigned, we're signing off on it. It's just insane. Yeah, and I'm sure that had to involve, <clears throat> I mean, not just attorneys, but I know in, even in juvenile courts, we have, you know, court-appointed special advocates, you know, mm-hmm. CASAs. I mean, did she get a CASA? Does that, is that even something that she was, you know, provided or a, a service that is providable for somebody yeah. like her? I mean, you know, no idea. how many people... How many people were involved in holding a person in some psychological prison like this for yeah. so long? Yeah, that's a good it's word for it. <laughs> and you're right. It's like an octopus tentacles. I mean, it reaches, it permeates almost every topic we discuss around systems of, you know, oppression from systems of yeah. oppression to systems of control and coercion. The outer level to, to the inner level. Yep, all of it. So Like, it's just at every... Right down to a policy. You're right. I mean, that whole outer level policy, there is, I mean, in order for the courts to have you know, uh, had such a long adjudication or injunction uh, mm-hmm. on her to for all these years, like you said, 13 years. Like, 
that means there must be policy or law around yeah. how to hold somebody in a conservatorship. When a person actually is disabled, they uh, a lot of times conservatorships are used for older people or somebody who's mm-hmm. like completely mentally disabled. And they need, you know, their son or daughter or yep. spouse to take care of their stuff so that they don't make like rash decisions. Yeah. I can't talk. Yeah. <laughs> rash decisions. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess to kind of wrap it up, which it will never be wrapped up because I no. mean. <laughs> well, we're going to keep following. I'm going to keep following yeah, this. Absolutely. I think it's a really interesting yeah, story. Yeah, to see what the courts will do, um, to see what judges will decide and to see where she goes. Because I mean, once she's free from it, like yeah. what's she going to do? I mean. It's not like you're just free, you run around in an open field and you feel better. It's like, wow, now it's time to unpack all of that trauma. Right. This is going to be a trauma survivor situation. She's going to be, yeah, yeah it's going yeah. to be a lot of work ahead of her. Yeah. And I just want to say uh, for any listeners, I don't know, Warren County, if they've experienced, no, pro- probably not something like yeah, that. Not a conservatorship relationship. Right. But, but something where you're, I don't know, experiencing any type of abuse that's physical, emotional, psychological, sexual, like you can reach out to the abuse and rape crisis shelter. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we have our oh yeah. So our number, uh, our crisis line number is eight 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 six zero four zero eight four. Um. So if yeah. anyone listening needs that, I'll probably put it in the show notes too. But I just feel like yes, this is a case like in the media and people are talking about it and it's big right now. Yeah. In a month, it might not be big at all. But. It, this is people's lives like yeah because in a month it might not be big for us like in the news but it's still going to be big for this is going to go on for yeah. her she's going to have to get through this mm-hmm. and and i i mean you shared the, our number and and i really do hope uh, in some shape way or form if it hasn't already been provided for i hope Brittany and anybody a local or anywhere in the world yeah. if you have uh, some kind of control and uh, stuff like this going on yeah god i hope somebody gives you a number you know yeah. a number to call in any relationship yeah. it doesn't have to be Absolutely. like your boyfriend girlfriend nope partner <clears throat> dad it could be your dad and i'm glad you read cousin. that number because i can't see it from yeah. here so he has glasses but he never wears them <laughs> i don't i don't wear them. <laughs> but um, yeah yeah anyway all right thanks for joining us for a whole season you guys and season two will come out whenever we make the next one. <laughs> yes thank <laughs> know, you very much until then bye